Welcome to Life in the Music Business, a masterclass with Professor Booch and your host, Bass Face. Folks, there's one thing that there's no doubt on. I've done this full time for 50 years. If I could do it, anybody can do it. I mean, it's just you got to want it enough. And, and, you know, decide, you know, and it's sometimes finding out where you belong. That's why uh, the Music Biz book, one of my books, uh, the first thing in the business section is called Goals. Who are you and what are you about? You got to try different things off for size because, you know, well, you don't know to you try. Yeah, exactly. But I, I mean, I found it very helpful to me. Even though I've kind of fallen into what I'm doing now, it's whatever happens. But I'm into anything that's fun, and I'm dealing with good people. Very important. Stay away from the negative people, uh, which we were just covering. Yeah, I mean, people knock people for all different kinds of reasons. You know, the jealous. I want to bring them down to your, yeah, bring you down to their level and stuff like that. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, they could be family, they could be friends, whatever. You're going to have to avoid them. That's all. Of course. And you kind of just have to, you have to focus on yourself. I mean, for me, it was kind of, uh, I got to the point where I was just like, I got fed up with being normal in life and just doing things the way that I was being told. So like, I literally declared to myself that I am going to change my life and do what I love and pursue my passion, no matter what anybody says, and nobody can stop me. And I mean, I literally work, when I tell you for the first I mean, to, to be honest with you, for the first seven years, right, for the, even six years, right, I was working between eight to 15 hours a day in my bedroom trying to get good at this. And it's like all the people around me. Oh, were, it's work. Yeah. It's work. Yeah, it's, it's tough. And it's like uh, some of one, my, one of my really, really good friends. Um, there was a couple of times that I wanted to stop, but he was like, hey, man, you got this. All your music's fire. And then now I talk to him now eight years later, and he's like, yeah, man, it was not there, but I wasn't going to stop you. You loved it. And, <laughs> and there was no, there was no telling is, If Remember, you, we went through this as one of our shows. When I went through What Makes a Superstar, number one thing, you know, is drive, ambition. If you have it, you'll make it one way or another. That drive and that magic. And it, I mean, there's been some people that have made it big and they don't necessarily have talent, but they have that, yeah. you know, nothing to stop them. For people out there, like, it, it's it's a very aggressive business. You know what I mean? It can be, at least. And, and it can be very, inti- like, an intimidating business to be uh, dealing with high-level executives. And, I mean, they're very cutthroat. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, anything is possible if you want it bad enough. And for me, it was it got to the point where... I knew I wanted it so bad. I was willing to lose sleep. I was willing to not eat. I was willing to not make money. I was willing to live out on the street just so I could do what I do today. And that's, well, that, that's what's going to make you successful. The people that are superstars that really have wanted it, they, they dreamed it. They, that nothing else is going to stop them from getting there. The obstacles move out of the way. And one reason that drive and passion is so important these people that have this drive and passion drive and passion don't have the fear of success thing in them that they put roadblocks in front of their own path. That means their heads are in the right place to, you know, 
They, that's where they want. They belong on stage. Every night when they went to sleep, that's all they saw themselves was on a stage with an audience or whatever, you know, the person's goal is, you know, in the music business film or whatever. I mean, folks, seven-eighths of the stuff we cover fits almost any kind of art. Yeah. You and know, it, it really does. It's what I, we're talking about, you know, driving ambition. I mean, if you want to do something, Bainham, do it and find a way to do it. But you'll find out, you know, remember the goal's got to be a little bit scarier. You're not aiming high enough. I never knew where, how I was going to become a record producer and a composer and learn all these instruments and be able to produce my own music and record vocals and use Pro Tools, but I just did it. And all of a sudden now I'm looking back, I'm like, how did this even happen? But at the moment, I was like, it's <laughs> oh, good, that, go, go. That, that's funny when you said that, because it's like, you know, people say, Pooch, wow, you wrote seven books. And I said, I did. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It just happened. <laughs> just, exactly. This is what I was doing. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I said I was never going to write more than one. You know, <laughs> after the first one, which was 1984. Uh, you know, I keep updating it, obviously. That's the music for this book, uh, the red one. But, uh, oh, my God, it's just things happen sometimes. But you're moving forward is the point and staying out of trouble mentally where you're tearing yourself down. And just don't let anybody else tear yourself. Yeah. I mean, back, back when I first started, right, this was in like 2013, 2014, is when I really, uh, I, had, I had started dabbling it in like 2012, somebody that I knew was producing, and they kind of started showing me stuff, and I started doing research on my own. But it was really, um, at the time, it was more about like, everybody's going out and nobody wants to make time for their passion. Right. And that's how it was for the entirety of the, my career, because everybody that I used to hang out with wanted to go out every night, wanted to still, they were still calling me, Hey, come out, come out, come out. And I was like, Hey, listen, I'm busy. I'm on a mission right now. Like, unless what I'm doing is going to move me forward with you guys and I'm not doing it. And now that the funny, the whole thing that it brings me to is that like back then it was all about like, nobody has time because they're super busy and they're all sitting around doing whatever. But now because of the quarantine, everybody's at home and nobody has an excuse anymore. So everybody's <laughs> yeah, right. Closed. Oh, I can't go. Uh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, there's been articles in this and interviews and stuff. A lot of the business people that ended up working in, you know, the jobs, jobs and making a lot of money. But when they were interviewed, none of them were happy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the way I put it normally is, well, you can work hard for, for somebody else to make their dreams come true. Why don't you just work hard on your own stuff and make your dreams come true? You have a choice, you know? Exactly. And I find that, I mean, when I first started, there was no content. There was nothing coming out for anybody, like for me to learn. Like I was learning, I was learning from videos in 2013 from 2007 that people had made just to be able to get the understanding of what, because like there were specific things I was looking for. Like I was looking, I was like the top down approach. I was looking and trying to find videos of people that had finished songs that were like breaking them down or just showing me the project. So I got like a, a couple tricks that I learned here and there. And over time, I just, taught myself and then that's when I decided to go to engineering school and stuff and by that point my entire family was they were on my side but for the four years before that they were against it and and talking bad about it every day and I never listened that's the one thing I did good <laughs> yeah no that's a smart thing is you know I mean look everybody has an opinion <laughs> you know you have to live with yourself 24 hours a day so you might as well be doing, my thing is make, you know, success 
is doing what you love to do and making a comfortable living. Yeah, I mean, you got to eat, got to pay bills and stuff. But there's so many things you can do in, in this industry. And yet, we were going to, you talked about it. Uh, we do a show, we'll have to do a show. I have a chapter in my music biz book. It's called Meanwhile, dot, 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 while you're trying to be the top star. And, you know, yeah. there's things you can do in music. Yeah, and that's funny because that you know my book, and we're talking about a lot of stuff in it right now. Believe it or not, is that God didn't create alarm clocks. You're working all times of the hours. You know, we're not you know going by alarm clocks. Most of us in the music, you know, they're full time in this. We go by. Well, yeah, we have some appointments here and there. I still catch myself looking at clocks. It's just habit, mm-hmm. <laughs> or as Bob Proctor uh, would call it, paradigm. Yep. And uh, these habits you have, you know, and stuff. I, I still find myself looking at it, you know, here and there. But otherwise, I just set alarms on my phone, you know. Oh, I got to do a Zoom call or this or that. I just contract or whatever. I, I make notes to myself because otherwise I'd be lost. <laughs> you know, I believe in organized chaos. Makes but yeah. Sense. Oh, yeah. And this whole mental thing, man, is just people knocked themselves down but we were talking about it actually did another show on it and stuff you you said it you know part of it, it it's that you really need to put effort into it but you have to have a purpose you know you have a purpose and then you use effort to get that purpose accomplished okay but but it goes back to that yeah use your imagination but also that willpower, you got to focus on what you're doing. You can't just, I see, you know, the people are just sitting around playing video games all day. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're not advancing your career. God did not put us on earth to, uh, to, you know, yeah, once in a while. It's like I watch TV when I'm eating, you know, just to break my brain away and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, the mind is a powerful thing and you can, you can train it to do many things for you. So if you have, uh, a set of habits that you're not that you don't want anymore that are like as Bob would say Bob Proctor is part of your old paradigm you can rewrite your new your new habits by just doing them every day and it takes at least 30 days of consistently doing it to be able to re- to create new habits and that's where you can really change every the, the trajectory of your life a majority of the people that become successful I mean they had that one sudden moment and they asked themselves why or the, the like when I say why, it's like, why do you want to do something? And if you keep asking yourself why, you'll get down to the core thing that really, really, really drives you behind everything that you want to do. By the way, there's something funny about that. When you keep asking why, that's also how to work with words in a song to get it down to the lowest common denominator. All right. You know, you write a song, this this guy's getting, his, his mate or his girlfriend, he wants to leave. Okay. Why? Because you're doing things that drive you crazy. Well, why does she do these? You know, and you just keep asking why and you get down to this, you know, and it helps you to write this song, you know, get the feelings and emotions out, but then keep asking yourself why is there you go. Yeah. And the one thing too, that I really feel is helpful that would help everyone is um, just take one day and just sit down and create a vision board. So basically go online and all the things that you would ever dream of in your life, the most expensive car, the nice house, all the things that are intangible at the current moment, 
you take them and you print them and you create a basic, a ginormous collage saying like your vision board. And then you hang that up in your room next to your bed. So every time you get up or wherever you go first, when you wake up in the morning, if you go to the bathroom, you, you go put it on top of the, uh, the toilet and you literally, as soon as you go to the bathroom, you wake up in the morning, it's the first thing you see. And over time, then it's the, those things start, the intangible starts to become tangible with all the, the consistent. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing, but it works. I mean, what was it? Jim Carrey had this, wrote a million dollar check and put it up on his wall when he was real young, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he ended and up getting that check with dumb and dumber. That's how I mean, he got it's, it's, it's a true story. I mean, he really did. It's, you got, you had the one thing you have choice of in your life is your attitude. And you, you can look at something, the good or the bad, you know, and look for the good. It's like solving problems. You can't look at the problem, look for the solution, okay? Just, yep. oh, there's a problem, I got a problem. Well, I know the facts of this problem. Let's come yep. up with a solution. Exactly. And the one thing too, is that, I mean, uh, people, the people that are watching this and subscribing and liking and following all that stuff, like a lot of people are just watching, but they have to, I want everyone to understand at the same time, they can also be getting their name out there and building credibility and building the fan base for themselves. You don't have to be stagnant. You don't have to wait for the one big moment to come across in your life because I'm sorry. And I don't mean to burst anybody's bubble, but there's no opportunity that it's going to change your life and just going to drop onto your lap one day, unless you inherited a million dollars, okay? That's the only way, really, unless, you know what I mean? You have to go out there and get it for yourself. And if you don't have the willingness and the determination to do it for yourself, how can you expect anybody else to do that for you or to gain respect for you based on your work ethic? I mean, it's just... It's just yeah, they're, gonna want us, they're not going to want anybody working with them, whatever it is, if the person's not putting everything into it. But you're bringing up the thing of... of the people stuck in their house and stuff all of a sudden after being used to be out in the world and stuff it goes back to what we were talking about uh of those outer senses we're used to using different senses or uh, you know but we're reacting to the past instead of using those inner senses and create your future you know you know you're, you're seeing you're hearing you're what you're doing is reacting to things that are already done by somebody else that food you're eating somebody made it okay it's past tense you know uh so when you're in the house just create stuff your future you're not using your imagination your willpower you know focusing on something and doing it the best you can remember the only thing you got in the music industry is your name <laughs> and you want to put really great quality along with this name of course uh, but it's not gonna it's not gonna start off great quality so don't don't strive for perfection because perfection does not exist well, there is yeah there's no such thing as perfect uh, if somebody's trying to be perfect at something it, it will never get done yeah. because there's no such thing as perfect it's an opinion mm -hmm. you have to know when something's just done it's like the painter saying after 10 years oh just one more stroke here <laughs> folks come on now. <laughs> yeah. yeah of course yeah and that's the thing is that you don't want to get caught up on all that stuff i mean um i've my one of the biggest compliments i've ever got is that like they see like the person has seen my work ethic since day one and just like seen how ruthless and determined i've been and 
I've never stopped once to look back and be like, oh, I never did this. I never did that. I mean, every, everybody looks back and says, oh, you know I mean? You, you regret some things in your life, but you never, you just look at them objectively and then you deal with them and then you just put them aside. It's almost like I put them in a little, a little no. uh, a treasure chest and I put the lock on it. I'm like, all right, now I know where you are. I'll de- I'll, if I ever need you. Uh, the thing is you learn from, you learn from, the, learn and honor the, honor and learn from the past. But you have to accept and work in the present, you know, preparing for the future. But you only got the present. So you might as well get busy on it or there won't be any future looking, you know, ain't going to things. The future will quickly become the past if you just don't do anything with your life. And I mean, it, it can, for a lot of people, I feel like the thing is, is that they feel like they never found their passion or they never found the thing that they love that they can actually want that they want to get paid from and would be happy doing for the rest of their life. So. One thing I can tell everybody that I did at one point was, um, I mean, one for one, you can always be reading books. That's a great thing to always expand your, your uh, knowledge and be able to grow and, and uh, learn. But the second thing is to write a list of pros and cons. So like, or not pros and cons of things that you, uh, basically like a list of pros and cons, but it's like things that you like to do and things that you don't like to do, right? So it sounds pretty obvious, but once you, it, it comes back to that why thing. So like, if you go down and you write um, the things that you enjoy doing, and then you go over and write all the things you don't enjoy doing, then objectively in your face, you have two lists of things that you like the things that you like and the things that you don't. So the things that you don't, you can already disregard, but then you can start going down one by one, the things that you like and be like, Hmm, could I get paid for that? Oh, maybe I could be a, 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 a like a, a consultant or, or a fashion consultant or, or a, a a paralegal. I mean, there's so many things you could do that if you're passionate about it, then go towards. But unless you actually write a list and actually break down what you like, like everybody's different. You can't, you can't. You remember when I first met you, I asked you to write down everything you can do, but next to it wrote basically something like, you know, if you like doing it or you don't like doing it, because the way I look at it is I want, you know, would want to give somebody what they like to do because they'll do a better job (laughs) than doing something they don't like to do. I mean, you know, but at least I'll know, but I'll also know they can do it in a pinch, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, be self-awareness at the end of the day, like that's, that's, that's what this whole, this whole time at home is for everybody. So just understand that it's not, you're not being punished by this quarantine, you are being blessed because you can turn being at home into a positive thing. Now you finally have the time to take advantage of your life and progress yourself and not look back and regret. You don't want to be eight years old, 90 years old and being like, wow, I wish I took that chance and moved to LA or went to New York, or maybe I could have been a big singer in Nashville. Maybe I could have been a big manager or started my own venue or you learn how to make music or take that serious. I mean, now's the time. At least come up with a plan of action or something towards whatever you want to do. Because obviously going to LA right now, it's closed <laughs> during the virus. But yeah, you're right. But I mean, we can switch gears because um, we kind of got off topic there because we started off talking about production and stuff. But it all ties in together because, I mean, to be in the... No, med- because it's mental. By the way, a lot of the producer's job is as a psychologist yeah if, if you take the full job of what a producer could be let's say you're doing a rock band Metallica and the instance. bass player is fighting with the guitar player and you're trying to keep peace so you can get the work done i mean 
you know, producing covers a lot of things that people don't understand. A lot of people that have just been born in the last 10 years or whatever, 15 years, 20 years, I, I don't know my math, but uh, since about 2000 and stuff, they're not, they don't know what a producer a lot of times really can do. And a lot of times it's working with an act from the very beginning, going through the songs, can they be made stronger, da 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 da. But you're also, you're working with them as part of a family kind of thing in a studio. You got to make sure everybody has great vibes going so you can make great songs because if your head's not in, into it, I've seen this. When people are down the studio, you can sound great, but I can feel that they're down doing it. It sounds weird. I've heard recordings and I've asked people, I said, you know, you have up kind of music, but you sound depressed. He says, yep. <laughs> you, you you know it, it's just it's just how it goes. i mean it's not always pretty in the studio i mean it was like in the term of a producer the producer is running the show okay so they hire the the label would hire a producer because the producer is going to produce that record aka be the final decision maker on everything his job is to get the best performance out of the you he's not there to be your friend he's there to get the best performance out of you and make the best record humanly possible so sometimes the heads are gonna butt because like uh, there's bands that wanted uh, stuff to be a certain way and they wanted it to to sound their way and f you if it doesn't because that's our yeah, but, but, but part of the problem is if they've never been in a studio before they don't understand that it doesn't sound like it does on stage no you know, you gotta, sometimes you gotta play different, and I've seen artists that are great on stage, can't do it in the studio, and vice versa. <laughs> a lot of studio people that are just not alive enough from the stage, and you gotta be alive nowadays. I mean, geez. <laughs> well, a good picture, really. If you want a picture of a producer in the full extent, a producer of music is equal to a director of the film. And they direct the whole recording and finished process up to the final end of what the final cut's gonna look like. And with music, it could be that whole thing. It's not just people nowadays think a producer, oh, they make tracks, they make beats. And yeah, that's some producers do that, but being an overall producer, I mean, it's getting is bringing everybody together and putting it together because I mean, technically t today, uh, the producers are, are 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 equal to a beat maker, but a beat maker at its core is really an arranger. That person is the one deciding what chords are being played, when they're being played, how long they're being played, and what's unless the producer played. tells them, "I want no, make that a G sharp," you know. If they know, and, they know the theory. And the problem is very few people know theory. Yeah. And they don't that they just playing at this keyboard instrument, but they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, she can't hit the key. You're gonna have to raise the key. <laughs> you know, yeah. and things like that. You know. Uh, and here's the here's the one of the best things that I was ever taught by one of my um, older engineer friends. Um, one of the things I had always strive for is like, how do I know what a finished product sounds like, right? And then one day he sat me down, and then he said, "Listen to this song." And I was like, okay. And he's like, now break it down and think about it. And th this is th this song right here. It, it it has the greatest songwriting 
that could be humanly possible that you could pay with money, the greatest engineers that you could pay with money, the greatest songwriters, the greatest performance, the greatest master, and the greatest marketing behind it all. So you can take popular songs and learn from them. And people sometimes think I'm crazy because I'll go back and listen to like stuff that influenced me in my life, right? Let's just say when I was a child and I was four years old, I was probably listening to NSYNC, right? So now I go back or NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and I go back and I listen and I'm like, from a studio standpoint, I'm like, wow, this is so genius. They put it together so well. And a lot they of- are, by the way, a lot of the stuff that people won't want to admit it, but that Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, a lot of that stuff is great. Song. Yeah, great song. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's my point, right? Is that, a lot of people think that they can just make a song in two seconds, they do it in one take. They spent so much time even back then, so now it's a hundred times more time spent on everything. And all the hit songs that you hear and all the major songs like Hallelujah and um, Can't Help Falling In Love With You, all these songs did not happen by accident. They just didn't, they didn't just walk down the street and find some, uh, some folio music and all of a sudden they have the hit song. Like there's, there's a systematic way that they got to that. And that's where the theory really gives you. Yeah, the- I you, yeah but you, you got to find what's best for you. Of course. I mean, you're going to adjust it to the way you like to work. You know, everybody has a way. It doesn't matter. There's no exact path because there's certain variables depending on the song, this or that. And I was just thinking, you know, about, you know, it's funny, people will go in with five songs into a studio and know which one's going to be the hit. But after they're recorded, all of a sudden, wait a minute, no, this is the hit, not that, (laughs) you know? It's amazing. Uh, The problem I run into the most, I get a lot of stuff, I'll put it simply. A lot of people are buying equipment at home. My thing is great if you can, uh, you, if you can record it really cleanly and well and stuff fine. But then take it to somebody who really knows how to mix. Now that doesn't mean you shouldn't try to do some mixing because I'm working with a couple of people up and back. Well, you know, I'll say, well, no, you lost the bottom because I get stuff that drives me crazy that people like that they did. But it, it's all, it's all running together, which means they, they, oh yeah, the famous line, the engineer says, it'll be fixed in mastering. No, it doesn't work that way. If they can't reach in and hit that the bass is not running in between the piano, the chords and the frequencies are all running together. You, you, you got to be able to reach in. It's got to be mixed well. And the point is a lot of people could get good recordings, but very, very few people really have the ears and it takes years to get your ears in mixing it really does yeah and i mean every and that's the thing is you may never get to that point and that's the one thing that um was also told to me is like i'm i'm i never i'm not comfortable like i used to always be hard on myself and be like i'm not comfortable where i'm at I, i'm not where i want to be yet and then my one person one of my older friends said you may never get there, but just enjoy the moment and do what you have to do now and, and take advantage of what you can. It's Some people enjoy enjoying, it's enjoying the journey, not just the end goal. Exactly. When you're enjoying the journey, you'll reach, you know, and go might be a little different than you expected. I mean, I didn't with what I was doing as a musician and working behind the scenes with the majors, I didn't know that the all of a sudden there'd be a thing called the internet. And that, you know, a lot of things would change where I can get into what I really like to do. I found out because the internet is educating and I can reach a wide audience and helping people. 
So, I mean, there's extraneous happenstances that happen. Like you mentioned, well, here's the virus. Let's work through that. Uh, there's these different circumstances that could happen that's going to affect you in some way and make it, you know, make it your own new normal by creating instead of being sucked into whatever the normal is going to be two years from now. Mm -hmm. uh, because with the virus, uh, who the hell knows for two to five years? So, yeah, <laughs> there you go. I mean, we can, I mean, I'm just going to be optimistic and say, I don't care regardless of what happens because regardless at the end of the day, I'm still working, I'm still building and I'm moving myself forward. You can never just stay stagnant because you're going to look back and 10 years is going to go by and you're going to wish you had all the time that you did when you are right now at this very moment. So take advantage of what you can, because I mean, um, even if you do regret things and you beat yourself up about it, stop it. Because at the end of the day, it's not productive. You want to stay positive and just like, like a racehorse, put up your blinders and just go and don't worry about what's to the left or right of you. Just worry about what you're worrying about and then everything will work itself out. And everybody has their own way of do doing whatever. I mean, I have this client, I, I kind of like what they were doing in a way because it worked for them because they're stuck all of a sudden they can't do these other things. And this person likes to do all different kinds of things in music. And he says, well, if I feel like doing this, I work on this. And then if I tie it out, I'm going, I'll work on this. And hey, if it works for them, it works for them. And exactly. well, I do, you know, you and I both do a lot of different things, you know, that people don't always see nope. or hear or whatever. But yeah. yeah, I mean, but do something positive, not sit back and feel sorry for yourself. You're just wasting time. You know, you, I mean, I never want to be in a situation where I'm watching the world go by. You know, I want to be, you know, because wait a minute, you know, I could be there, you know, do what, do what you want to have fun with it as long as you're not hurting somebody else and move forward, whatever it takes, have fun. Yeah. You know, let the little child out of you, you know, and uh, imagine, create. You know, people say, but what am I going to do? Just sit back and just clear your mind and you'd be surprised what might pop in. Mm -hmm. Try to think of things you like to do and figure out a way to make money from what you like to do. And at least enough so you pay the bills. Of course. And if you work at it hard enough, anything's possible. Yeah, well, I mean, when I started out to make money, I was 16. I wrote lead sheets. Because, yeah, as funny part as you said, you started with guitar at 13. That's where I started guitar, too. I started, the, you started the piano, too. I wish I would have. Uh, I, I ended up with the violin at eight. But uh, I forget what we were exactly. Yeah, but, I mean, no, we covered a lot of stuff today. But I would like to start by, um, one, taking a two-second break and introducing the show because I did not do that. But uh, welcome back, everybody, to Life in the Music Business with Professor Pooch. Um, we are here going to be talking about a lot of different things and um thanks for everything just enjoy <laughs> yeah and this is i mean we're doing this through the holiday season it's the end of 2020 and uh, you know and just my thing is remember whatever year it is you know when you're going to the next year the past whether it was good or bad is dead it's gone you know you can my thing is instead of just oh boy another year you know Conquer it. Have fun with it. Use your imagination, you know, enjoy yourself. 
uh, I mean, we're going to keep expanding what we're doing. Because we, <laughs> I announced the last uh, case, we I announced the, uh, uh, we're going to be doing Wednesdays probably. I think that's the day we've chosen to just go more in depth where I just go real in depth on a particular topic. Because we talk around it because we want people to learn how to use this information and stuff and make it a show. But I also have tons and tons of information people know me. I have ridiculous amounts of content. And I, I want people to learn, you know, the nitty gritty too. What we talk on the show is how it all intertwines kind of thing. I guess that's the best way to put it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it all, it'll all come, come full circle. And there's a lot of different things that both Pooch and I specialize in that are similar and different from each other in the, in, um, in that sense. And that's why we work really well together because uh, we both fill each other's voids. Yeah. Well, that's the key, you know, and that's a big thing to learn is that, you know, everybody has quote unquote strengths and weaknesses. And too many people try to build up their weaknesses. No, go to somebody that that's their strength. It's way easier. Uh, yeah, yeah. Build up your strengths even more. See, what people don't understand, well, I'm good at that. No, no, good is not enough. You don't, if you want to stand out, you got to be outstanding. You got to be great. Yeah. And that's we, you know, there's plenty of good songs, good this, good. You know, you want to stand out. Of course. So. Okay, so I guess before we're going on five hours, we're going to have to edit this down. We know that. <laughs> so stay tuned for the next episode, folks. Take care. Thanks for watching. Tune in for the next episode.